Hi everybody, I'm Liz Walters, Chair of the Ohio Democratic Party, and I am so excited to be a guest on the Cuyahoga County Dems podcast today, Cuyahoga Today. I really had a great time with a great conversation with Chairman Brock about August 8th special, Issue 1, and what that could mean for Ohio today, tomorrow, and for years to come. We've shared a lot of interesting conversations about the tactics we're using, the why this matters, and the issues it could impact. So take a listen. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. This is Dave Brock, chair of the Cuyahoga County Democratic Party. We are two weeks out from an absolutely crucial election, and there are a number of ways that you can get involved in these next 14 days. One, vote early, either by mail. You can still request it at the BOE's website, boe.cuyahogacounty.gov, or you can vote at the Board of Elections. Uh, weekdays and weekends. That's important to make sure your vote counts. You can do it early. You can also join in a number of events that are taking place over the period of the next couple of weeks, including canvassing in Ward 14, which is happening Wednesday, sorry, which is the uh, Jasmine Santana's um, ward in Cleveland, as well as you can do phone banking with the ODP, which is taking place uh, 5.30 p.m. this Thursday. You can view all this on our website, of course, kydem.com under our calendar, which has all of this listed, but it is vital. Uh, also, there's going to be a canvas this Saturday with Cleveland Wards 3 and 15, two of the largest wards in the city of Cleveland. That'll be starting at 9.30 a.m. Uh, Lakewood Democrats will also be doing canvas in their neighborhoods, and Ward 14 will be continuing. There's going to be other canvases taking place, including tentatively one the Saturday before the election in Cleveland Ward 4, which will be a massive one. So please step up, get involved, and let's see if we can't make sure that no wins on August 8th. Thank you so much. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dave Brock, chair of the Cuyahoga County Democratic Party, and today we're incredibly lucky. We're being visited by Liz Walters, the chair of the Ohio Democratic Party and county council person from Summit County. So thank you very much for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh, Always love to be here. Always. And today we just got huge news um, just in the last couple of hours that reproductive rights will be on the ballot this November. So I think it I think we can both agree that this makes August eighth even more important. Yeah. As though it couldn't as though it could have been any more important than it already is, right? Absolutely. And I think the most exciting part about qualifying today for the ballot is not just what this means for Ohio, what it says about where Ohio is as a state. That's a real testament about the strength of our movement. Um, here in Ohio, here in Cuyahoga County, you guys blew it out of the water with mm-hmm. 24,000 signatures. Amazing. Right. Um, but also all the coalition building we've been able to do this year, first for Repro and now yeah. in this vote now on August 8th. And as you mentioned, this special election is um, it's you know pretty existential yeah. for the movement, for progress, for uh, a different kind of state, different kind of leadership in this state. Because today it's about abortion rights. Yeah. But if issue one passes next year, it's about union rights. It's yeah. about voting rights. It's about civil rights. And so beating state issue one and getting everybody to vote no on August 8th is critical for our success in November, but also for the future of the state and the kind of place we want to live in. Right, because we're going to have now essentially four elections in the state over the period of the next 16 years, <laughs> yeah. 16 months, sorry, that are going to be incredibly important. Um, mm-hmm. And it starts August 8th and then this November, and then we have the primary next March. Mm-hmm. And then we have an incredibly important election next November with Senator Sherrod Brown, President Biden, heading up the ticket. So do you, you talked about how we've sort of 
teamed up with a number of different <clears throat> partners here in this county and state. Mm-hmm. Um, do you anticipate this paying dividends down the road? Yeah, I think right anytime we have the opportunity to work in coordination with partners across the state, it is a huge moment for us. Because during candidate years, so when se- the senator's on the ballot, when our Congre- members of Congress are on the ballot, Ohio is what you call a non-coordination state. So it means that we have to both go to our sides of the playground and we cannot communicate or strategize mm, right. together. Right. But ballot initiatives are this unique opportunity in Ohio yeah. politics where that restriction doesn't exist. So we're really able to map out capacity and say, okay, you know, the Cuyahoga County Democratic Party is super strong. Mm-hmm. So we are hitting a lot of doors here. How do we free up volunteers from the ACLU or Planned Parenthood right. to maybe do some work in Lake County or in um, Stark County? So we're able to map that out in full view, which is so helpful because mm-hmm. it, one, helps us all build trust, helps us get to know each other's programs and volunteer structure, but two, you know, really helps us see kind of the heat map of the whole state to say, yeah, here's where things are really strong. Mm-hmm. And then here's where there's nothing happening from anybody. So yeah. who's going to take the lead on going in and, and working on, on that. And, you know, spoiler alert, it's almost always us because <laughs> we're the only organization that exists in every County in the state. So, point. Yeah. um, you know, so glad you guys are crushing it here in Cuyahoga County. Mm-hmm. Cause that helps the state party be able to spend more time investing in rural democratic power building or right. investing in other, you know, big county parties that maybe have some new leadership who need a little more support and yeah, structure. Yeah. yeah, I think it was really says a lot about Cuyahoga County that more than one out of every seven signatures that were submitted were from this county. How fast did you do that, Matt? And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that, uh, yeah, all, up all night working on my math. But the, yeah. uh, the other reality is. 24,000 in this county from the party alone was something that I wasn't certain was going to, I mean, we set our own goals, of course, and we thought we could do it. But I can say the same thing is that we were able to reach every corner of this county Mm -hmm. of 1.25 million people. And we had people buying in left and right. And again, we only got about one out of five of all the signatures in this county. So there was a lot going on in this county and a lot of different Mm -hmm. groups. So I think it says a lot. And the other thing is looking ahead to August 8th, some of the some of the concerns are like we talk about. It isn't just about reproductive rights or abortion. It's also about this notion of if we want common sense gun reform, if we want fair districts, Mm -hmm. if we hope. I think the other thing the initiative represents is the Republican, the reactionary Republicans in the state house right now are constrained because this threat of an initiative is always out there. Mm -hmm. So it could rein them in. And I think that's one one of the big issues right now too that we want to promote is if we ever want to achieve anything we must defeat this otherwise and i don't think it's hyperbole to say it's it could be decades before we have a real another real shot at this yeah that's right right. that's and you look around the country at uh, the dynamics in particularly in battleground states that have similar struggles that we have with uh, unfair districts or kind of that eternal battle between the moderate, like who's going to win that moderate vote Mm. and what makes it difficult. And Florida is a great example where they have really, really strict ballot initiative laws that are, Mm. in my view, pretty out of alignment with constitutional rights and what it means to have a democracy. And as they are working to get reproductive rights on the ballot in Florida, 
Um, it's a different ball game, and it's yeah. twice as hard. It's twice as expensive. And let's be really clear: yeah. it is already really hard to get something on the ballot in Ohio. Oh yeah, yeah. you got to qualify in forty-four counties. Yeah. You have to get hundreds of thousands of signatures, and so anything that could make that process more difficult is just an incredible insult to democracy, but also puts a lot of strain on what pathways people who care about making a difference in the state have to achieve that end. So. Yeah, exactly. And do, what were the experts telling you as far as what they think turnout would be August 8th? I mean, that's you're asking the magic question because no one really can answer that. Right, it's so right, hard right, to predict right. because we've we don't have an August special every year. Right. So modeling that um, data scientists kind of struggle. So if you're if you're just using the most recent, which was 2022 as a benchmark, yeah. we're not expecting yeah. a whole lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> so right. Um, I think what, you know, as we build universes for that and we decide who are the voters that most need to hear from us and right. with what message and to take what action, mm -hmm. it's really rooted in um, kind of voter behavior, but also what is the coalition we have to put together to right. win? So it's not just driven by any one thing, but um, I think it is really an interesting challenge for us. But like, I want to ask you a question. What are yeah. you seeing in this county, in terms of uh, like you handed, I saw that lit piece out there earlier with mm -hmm. you got from a Trump yes. Republican voter who's voting yeah, no, yeah. and so like what an interesting coalition we're building here, right? Really is remarkable. I was at the Bay Village, um, I think it's Bay Days a couple of weeks ago, and that's where we were seeing a guy dressed in Trump paraphernalia, whatever that may be, some sort of pseudo um, army outfit that they wear. That's <laughs> passing out this almost wanted poster with the wine and the roses face on it because mm -hmm. this gentleman and many others are so adamantly opposed to issue one because it's a direct threat to freedom quite frankly yeah and conservatives also use often use terms like liberty or tyranny without being able to define or in the case of tyranny spell them <laughs> but they use them a lot and they come and so for them to recognize this I mean, sincerely, yeah. we have to be able to. This shows you how how poor yeah. poorly this was done, and just the concept itself. So that that's good that we are seeing other ones. I think that one of the things my hope was that a hundred thousand people would early vote in this mm -hmm. county before um, election day, and I think we might actually get there, yeah. which is going to be between vote by mail and and that'll be remarkable because last year we had a little over four hundred thousand vote last fall, and I would love for on the, to get four hundred thousand more. I'd love to have all. Eight hundred and eighty thousand. When you talking about one hundred thousand last fall, you mean mm -hmm. last August or for the general last year? In the general, yeah. we had four hundred and twenty thousand votes, or something vote. like that. No, no, no. Oh, total. Total votes yeah. in this county, and we're going to come near a hundred thousand early votes for August eighth this time. I mean, and that's the other piece of this that I find so fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I know what's it's two pieces. One, how quick the conservative movement is to target DeWine and LaRose, yeah. which, like, don't get me wrong, they are horrible actors, and mm -hmm. I couldn't do more to you know just express my disgust with them right but also the kind of past that other leaders in their party get whether it's matt huffman this senate president mm -hmm. who's really the mastermind behind a lot of this and yeah. the one who drives a lot of their fundraising yeah. um but then also the failure to kind of connect from those guys who just think that there's no consequences mm -hmm. for the work that they do to to take away our freedoms to take away right. our rights to, to suppress voters but then conversely, kind of the opportunity they hand us, that's mm -hmm. bananas that there's <laughs> yeah. that many yeah. voters 
participating in an August special in a county that is critical to Democratic success in this state. Yeah. And it's not unique to this county. We're seeing huge turnout in Franklin and Hamilton and, and not just there either, right? A lot of other places too. But when we look at this, it's, you know, there's part of us that says, oh my God, are we ever going to get like a month to just like take a breath? <laughs> right. The answer is no, no. But the good news, you know, if we're looking for a silver lining is this gives us that chance to organize, to yes. build, to yeah. to test the structure, but also to build good habits for voters. Yeah. And exactly. that's the ultimate goal of our work always, right? It's mm-hmm. we talk a lot about candidates. We talk a lot about their message, but it's what are what actions are voters taking to make their voice heard? That's our mm-hmm. highest calling to, yeah. to like to support that and facilitate that. And they've given us a huge window here to do more. I said the same thing once the once this passed the, the state house. I said that this is crazy for Republicans to give Democrats a year before presidential and incredibly important senatorial mm-hmm. election to give us another reason to organize, another reason to come together. Well, I thought it was, was unreal. Yeah, and here too, but also they, I think, sometimes fail to look at the national dynamics, mm-hmm. right? It's, as we saw with uh, Tim Ryan's race in 22, it's just really hard to win a statewide race, no matter what state you live in, without the support of a national committee. Yeah. And right now in Ohio, across the country, we're like the only thing happening on the map. So we're getting a lot of support and investment from folks who would otherwise in an even numbered year, be having to make hard choices between yeah. what states they were investing in. So it's really helped us bring new folks to the table to help support our work now. But then also it's like it's a down payment on Senator yes. Brown's reelection, on our, you know, all of our frontline members of Congress, mm-hmm. on the Supreme Court fights next year. Right. Um, so any any of those folks who are investing in the state party or investing in you, mm-hmm. they're going to get like a threefer with that dollar because it's yeah. building something that's going to be used for um uh, quite a uh, few months ahead. Yeah, the eyes of the nation are going to be on Ohio on August eighth. Literally, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> right, I know, but, but but yeah, that's a good point. But no, there's nothing else going. I mean, there's I think mm-hmm. only two other states have elections, and one of them's like state house, and so it's like Virginia, yeah. New Jersey, Mississippi, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe Louisiana has a gov yeah. race, but not yeah. all of those are competitive. So no, right, um, right. it just will depend a lot on. And right now in August, nothing but this. So no, yeah, happening. right. August eighth. This is we're the only mm-hmm. show in town. So CNN, MSNBC, um, whatever the Rupert Murdoch's network is. So the, <laughs> all of those ones will will be focusing yeah. here, and they'll. So that in a sense, it's good. I'm happy. I'm thrilled for that. Yeah. Obviously, I want our side to come out on top. Yes. Um, but it'll be cool because 10 years ago ohio and in some ways cuyahoga county was center I mean, of the universe yeah, exactly right mm-hmm. and it was cuyahoga that on election night 2012 put obama we knew that's when mm-hmm. we knew he was going back to the white house thank god and it'll be cool and then again this gives us just it's like this greater yeah. impetus for us so anyone who continues to say my vote doesn't count or what does it matter just simply isn't true um yeah at all and Correct. So what are your thoughts about, in terms of early voting, for me it's been, I my concern was that there would be a lot of people who might wake up on August 8th and say, you know, there's only one thing on the ballot. I'm not going to, I'm not going to yeah. bother. I'm just going to go, go to work, go home, feed the kids, walk the cats, dogs, whatever it is. And what are your, what are your thoughts about early voting so far? Uh, listen, Anytime we can get people to cast their ballot on a schedule that works for them, 
the better off you are. Yep. It, when you have this opportunity in a state like Ohio that has early vote like we do, you know, why leave it to chance? Why yep. wait until the election day and, you know, things go wrong, cars don't start, yep. kids get sick, yep. uh, you know, pets get loose, whatever those yep. things are that distract you and can mm-hmm. easily kind of take up your time. So, like, don't wait. Make your plan to vote. You can vote at home safely by requesting an absentee ballot. The deadline yep. for that request is August 1st. Mm-hmm. So if you were thinking about doing it, don't wait. Do it today. Yeah. Um, but make your plan to vote early or on election day. I think the the thing I would say to folks too about this issue because it's it's you know it it's complex and people are like sixty percent. I don't like the constitution. Right. Ever so many cross messaging about protecting the constitution, mm-hmm. but this is really about our rights as Americans and as Ohioans, and they're just keep trying to take them away. And yes. it, you know, it's a slippery slope. You let people yeah. start taking uh, your freedom of choice, your freedom to make your voice heard, take those yeah. things away. And, you know, we're on a fast track to like a fascist fever dream that the Republican Party has mm-hmm. been cooking up now under Donald Trump for going on six years now. Yeah. So, like, let's all just stop this in its tracks and really ma- make it clear to the Ohio Republican Party that we're not going back. Right. I couldn't agree more. Do you like for me, some of the things I think that will happen if this is if this passes, some mm-hmm. of the possibilities are that they will cut early voting, that mm. they will. Um, cut vote by mail, if not altogether, just drastically, that they will also um, cut polling places. I sure. believe that they will cut the number of polling locations. <clears throat> I was um, hearing a story about a state house Republican recently who said, why are there so many voting locations, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he was talking about the rural county where he lives. But surely in their mind, why does Cuyahoga have 300 voting places? They should only have 100. Sure. Uh, making it difficult, more difficult to vote, right? Uh, absolutely. I mean, and that's just the start. There's yeah. so many other things that uh, are at stake here. You know, Ohio, it's hard to put into context for folks if they're, they don't follow it. And, and why would you? If you can mm-hmm. go cash your vote and you have no problems with it, great. Right. But there are so many ways that Ohio is so far behind the times on accessibility, yeah. on equitable access to voting, on and just empowering people. The fact that People casting a ballot is a debate uh, that we have about whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. This is the United States of America. Voting is a sacred gift. Our democracy is this gift. And anyone who has anything to do with that, especially Mm -hmm. secretaries of state and state legislatures, should be required to make it easier and and increase participation. That should be a benchmark of their success. And time and time again, what we see is the Ohio GOP doing everything they can to make it harder. And oftentimes our laws, but right up against federal requirements. So in Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, some of our Midwest neighbors, Mm -hmm. they have what's called same-day voter edge. You can walk in, Register yep. to vote and vote yep. on the same day. Makes a lot of sense because we have yeah. things like computers now, I know, right? Course. We're not doing yeah. it by paper or by tablet. Yeah. And uh, and by you know my esoteric joke about stone, not actual computer tablets. Yeah, anyway, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but is in Ohio it's a thirty day deadline, right? Mm-hmm, Which is mm-hmm. the longest allowable by federal law. I know. If so, if they could make it longer, yep. they would, yeah. and that's in- absolutely insane. Why do you think that they don't want people to vote just because they know <laughs> that? They'll yeah. lose. They'll lose, if not in the short term, that they'll lose in the long term. Yeah, I'm, listen, you don't have to uh, do really complex math here. The kind of proofs in the basic numbers, which yeah. if you look at voter purging practices in Ohio and then like inactive voter status mm-hmm. in Ohio, which is what happens if you don't participate yeah. uh, every single year, you can get dinged as inactive. Mm-hmm. And if you're inactive, you can still vote. Go vote, and that'll get yes. you out of your right. inactive status. Yep. But 
the majority of those folks who've been purged or who are inactive or yeah. uh, labeled as inactive on a regular basis are people of color, color and yes. they're particularly young people of color. Yep. Um, and there's an outsized representation compared to their representation in the broader population of Ohio. And yes. so, I, I mean, say the quiet part out loud. They don't yeah, want yeah. young people. They don't want people of color to right. vote because right. they know that when we do, uh, or when, when younger people or when people of color vote, mm-hmm. they lose because that is the, the kind of changing, uh, of America mm-hmm. is the, the population shifting. Their right. population is, is, you know, going in a different direction. They're kind of, uh, base voter, rural, mm-hmm white voters who many of whom are democratic voters by the way we have a lot of support in rural ohio yeah but it's harder to put a coalition together for them by the numbers compared to us and Mm -hmm. the best way for them to keep our coalition from being successful is to keep as many people out of the process as as possible it's interesting because next year from my understanding is next year will be the first time since the working class was created in america sometime after the civil war that in a, a presidential election, less than forty percent of voters will be white working class. Fascinating. Where'd you yeah. get that data point? Um, I just got, as you know, I was a history professor I do. of recent uh, <laughs> U.S. So I do still read these things. But I, I, this was just a recent one of the recent stories. So it's anticipated it'll be about thirty-eight percent mm-hmm. in twenty twenty. It was like right at forty, forty-one percent. Mm-hmm. It's dropping about two points now. Um, and I think that, and we don't need to get into the minds of others, but I mean, historically there has always been this fear of others, right? And that that is why, what has driven people to conservatism, right? And we could get, you and I don't have the time or whatever to analyze the conservative mind, but it's this notion of fear and and different than Mm -hmm. me and taking from me that has in many ways compelled this, but there's a shrinking base. And did you read the political story this this past week about these college towns mm-hmm. and how, I mean, it's unbelievable what's happening in some of these college towns and their shift from voting slightly for George W. Bush in 2000 to going for Biden by 30 points, Yeah, right? Yeah. That's right. I mean, you don't even have to see it in in the college towns. I, like you mentioned, I, I live in Summit County just yeah. to the south of here. And I look at a community like Hudson, Ohio, which mm. is predominantly higher wage earners. It is one of the best school districts in the state with the highest kind of um, income for their school district based on property taxes. And it is a town that I think in 2012 went for Mitt Romney and went for Joe Biden significantly. And so there's, it's just this shift across all demographics. Um, And I think for the white working class vote, the other thing that's really fascinating and one of the things I love the most about um, you know, Senator Sherrod Brown, I love yeah. about President Joe Biden is that they are leaders for all people. And so you look at re- other recent data coming out about the work that Senator Brown and, and President Biden have been doing mm-hmm. on manufacturing jobs. Yeah. Um, Ohio's one of the state that's netted the most new manufacturing uh-huh. jobs in the entire country. And it's a state that didn't go for Biden. It's right. a state where a lot of those manufacturing jobs are diversifying. It's, right. it's tech driven. It's, um, you know, high high tech uh, manufacturing yeah. programs. And I just, I think there's a whole lot of shift that is going to come this way in the next, you know, mm-hmm. five, 10, 15 years that is going to remake the map, not just in Ohio, but across the country and demographically too. Yeah. And I'm not, by no means am I willing to give up on the white working yeah. class in this country. I mean, I'm the uh, child of two union parents. So I believe strongly that we can still win this 
debate with the working class mm-hmm. of all stripes in this mm-hmm. and we can make this we're out to benefit all working folks and i know that's sherrod brown in a nutshell yeah right? that's right and uh one last uh, question i do want to sort of ask about it is i think we hear this all the time is well michigan did it why can't ohio yeah. wisconsin's doing it why can't ohio um pennsylvania which is a, obviously also very similar but what are roadblocks and i think ohio's always been more conservative really than yeah. those states right i like i don't know how much time we have left here not, i could not go much, let's do yeah, a whole yeah, other yeah. podcast just on this i have <laughs> right, so many right. thoughts right. and i i feel like you know for the sake of your our listeners to kind of condense it into some broader points without getting too like crazy about it but structural voter suppression is real yep. and every part of that that you see happening in uh, Florida in Texas, mm-hmm. like we were the test market. Alec right. kind of rolled into Ohio about, for those of you who don't know, Alec is like a, a right wing policy think tank that will test run policies, be like, where can we get this passed? And if we get it passed, how does it, how does it go? And Ohio was kind of their ground zero for a long time. Yeah. And so when we talk about same day voter registration, um, Pennsylvania, I think Pennsylvania, but I know Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, mm, all have do SVR, right? And that is a huge transformation because when you think about the average voter, you know, a lot of folks, listen, we're weird. We're weirdos. We yeah. do this for a living. We consume this information all day long, <laughs> every yeah. day. And so we're hyper aware of uh, where a candidate stands, what are the deadlines for voting, like yes, all yeah, the things, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, Technical yeah. and otherwise. Most people are not. That's and right. so by the time they really kind of tune in, uh, the TV ads are so, they're on every commercial break or they're yeah, getting like five right. pieces of mail a day at home. They're like, oh yeah, I got to vote. Like usually by the time that happens, if they haven't registered to vote, it's too, it's late. too late. They've yep. missed the window. Yeah. And so I think as we think a lot about like, what are the tactical, really important things we need to be fighting for? Mm-hmm. Voter registration access should be at the top of our list Good as point. a state. We've got to do work on that. And I, that is, again, why August 8th is so important. Because yep. if we change the ballot process, it will make implementing other changes that we want to see in our voting system yep. much more difficult. Because we'd have to win with 60% of the vote if right. we don't defeat issue one. But the other thing I think that people have to remember is Ohio is just a more complex state. Mm-hmm. We have what I lovingly call a super city problem. Or a mega city problem. You mm-hmm. go to Michigan, you got Detroit and kind of everything else. Yeah, you right, go to right. Wisconsin, you got Madison, Milwaukee, kind of like, and everything else. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, St. Paul, Minneapolis, and everything else. Yeah, right. Ohio, we've got Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton, yeah. Akron, Toledo. And that comes with one, a really expensive media map. We yeah. have 13 media markets. We're one of the most expensive media buys in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, we just have more complex politics, as you mm-hmm. know, as the chair mm-hmm. of CAGA mm-hmm. Dems. Every big city has its own dynamics, its own coalition of folks that help you succeed. Yeah. And so you're not just balancing that in one city. You got to do that in like six, seven, eight places here. Yeah. And there's just a lot. And so right. I think for uh, as Ohioans, like those two realities mean that, you know, one, we have to continue fighting for good policy change that's going to fundamentally reshape voting rights in the state in a right. positive way. But two, as Democrats, we have to really call ourselves to focusing on the, the most important work, and that is organizing. That mm-hmm. is talking to voters at the door. It is making phone calls. It is empowering volunteers to talk to their friends, family, and neighbors, yep. which means making them good training, helping them have community so they feel safe in doing that. 
and like those are the things like that's the magic sauce it's just a lot it's hard it's all hard stuff to do (laughs) what are you like your lived experience what are you thinking about you've been on this job for like a little over a year yeah yeah one year year, like what are the Mm -hmm. things you're taking away as critical for because you get you've really moved mountains here in this county like the like the amount of stuff you guys have done the twenty four thousand signatures the doors you're knocking Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know that's a huge positive growth in this county so but how'd you get there well i think that there was a lot of people that who wanted to be involved Mm -hmm. uh and not everyone knew how and still there's still people i want to get more involved right and so that was it and you tap into it i was an organizer before this Mm -hmm. so it was relatively not not easy but it was i was able to say all right come on in sure and um there's still a great many people who've been involved in the party for decades who are still volunteering we saw michael uh, here today putting uh, putting together the signs i mean there's so many so i mean that's that's been a lot of it but it was also just a sort of um optimism i think an inherent optimism that Mm -hmm. that this can matter and that we can change things yeah and i think there's a lot of people who feel that way that's why this election on august 8th we've got a sign here (laughs) is i mean it the the importance of this cannot be overstated this is it like this this is is it. it yeah if this passes this is it. It's going to take decades. Like it's we were super hard. About. That's yeah. right. And yeah, I think, yeah. you know, I'm always, and I don't know if you experienced this after the end of 2022, um, like losing is hard. It sucks. Yeah. It's like the worst feeling. Cause you are so you like, you know, you knew Tim, you know, Tim yeah. personally, mm-hmm. I know Tim personally, I know yeah. Nan personally, yeah. and they're such good public servants and good humans. And they did their level best in a very mm-hmm. difficult state with almost no help from the national committees at I all. And so it was just, it's so frustrating and you feel so down, but then you turn the corner into the new year and it's, it's so humbling yeah. how many people look to you as the chair to be like, okay, what's the plan? Because yeah, they are yeah, still yeah. so invested mm-hmm. in making this state a better place. Yeah. And so I think as we, as you think about that, like one of the things that's been so successful if, if looking from the outside of what you've done is really mm-hmm. just created space for people to engage and feel seen and and take action yeah because people who care about this you know you you see it every day they go to the wall over and over again and it's um i think most most important parts of our jobs is to make sure that we're giving them we're empowering them we're giving them the tools and the training they need that we're making the best use of their time so that we're really accurate in what we're asking them to do we're not sending them on a goose chase our data is for sure yeah um, we're giving them a sense of, of belonging, mm-hmm. um, and then just creating like lots of gratitude space for them. Of right. you know these these people are being like they're it's, they're patriots, right? Oh. Some people enlist in the military and take up arms for their country. Love that. We're so grateful to our men and women in uniform. Oh, yeah. You know, but these folks are they're battling over ideas in yeah. their neighborhoods, and that's patriotism too. Yeah. And I think the way more we show our gratitude to them uh, and talk about the important work, like it's. It's not just one election. It's the higher calling of democracy for us that we that we empower folks to do. Right. The the long term success is worth the short term pain. Yes. You know, so to speak. So, yes. uh, I think at this point we probably want to wrap it up a little bit though. But um, if you had to rank your favorite county party <laughs> chairs, I'm just this is just off the top of your head. There's 88 and again, of us. Again, we talked about this before. You're right. like, oh, I'm right. not going to get canceled on your podcast. Oh, right. Okay, that's right. You're my favorite, Dave. <laughs> she says she says that on 87 other county podcasts. <laughs> by the way, so I go to don't every. I call. I'm going to have to leave here yeah, and call yeah, every chair. Be like, I was. I, know. Ju- I was totally I know, I was lying. Joking. Yeah, that, that rocks up to no good. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do. We do really appreciate your time um, being. Chair. I know I said this at our county dinner, being chair of the 7th 
the Democratic Party in the seventh largest state mm. in a state that once was more, more democratic yeah. is very difficult. So I do know the slings and arrows that come your way, the praise that, that probably doesn't get to you enough for sure. Thank you. Um, but we, you and I have been um, friends, I think, right from the first time yeah. we talked. It did, by the way, take you two weeks to actually speak to me, remember? No, it didn't. Like, yeah, you did text, it really? You texted me the day I was elected chair, and then you were like out of t- t- town or something. So I started to you get have genuinely very deep yeah. memory. Well, I don't. I, I, for, for any of any time I'm offended deeply <laughs> <laughs> and pained personally, I remember those things. But I can no, only say this: yes, it's probably because uh, yeah. I was raising money, which is yeah, the so, yeah. biggest part of the job, unfortunately. I, I so yeah, right. I'm trying to think that was June of yeah. or May. Yes, June of of 2022. Okay. Well, I'm sorry yeah. I didn't call you right away. No, you I've never me made right that away. mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> now I'll call you all the time. <laughs> no, no, please, no, I'm far too busy. But. Uh, no, it was it was great. It was great when you did text me when I and I said, "But what a, what a difference my life, the the change in my life from when I, just those couple hours." It sure. was Mayor Bibb, Chris, who I knew. I mean, I knew both of them. But then it was like, "Hey, this is Liz Walters." Cheers! And then the next day it was, "Hi, it's Senator Brown." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my goodness!" Um, so, but this has been a great journey, and thank you for all your help um, here in the, this county and, and with everybody else. Well, thanks for having me, and thanks for everything you're doing. This yeah. is great. I'd Thank love to you. come back. This oh, is good. super fun. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Cuyahoga County Democratic Party's podcast, Cuyahoga Today. Tune in next week for our latest show and find out all of the latest information that's happening right here in your community. Show your support by going to www.cuydem.com and make a contribution. Do you have any questions about the show? Is there a topic you want us to cover? Or is there someone you want us to interview? If so, you can reach out to me at M-D-I-E-M-E-R at C-U-Y-D-E-M dot com. That's M-Deemer at Kydem dot com. Thank you again for joining our podcast. Until next week.